this time on Matters. This time I get to conduct an interview while Matt walks around in the background. Four centimeters and some dignity. I think my new iPhone's pretty cool. (laughs) All this and more and our baby on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them. I'm Matt Noss. Across from me is Matt Rose. How you doing, Matty? I'm doing. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. Um, we have a very special guest today. We have two guests. We have two guests. Uh, you may know her from the founding improv troupe, Six Months Suspension, <laughs> numerous shows at the Planet End, and the Second City Novi. And you may also know her as my wife. And she is holding our child, Rosemary. Please welcome to the show my wife, Catherine Noss. Very, very quiet, very Good quiet claps. We don't. Good ah. evening. Hello, Matt and Matt. And those things were a long, long time ago. But all of them true. Yeah. Shamefully long time ago. <laughs> you have your hands full with our little one there. I do. She's our very special guest. We'll see what she has to say. She's got opinions, everyone. A lot of them. Opinions, like very strong opinions on lions and zebras, apparently. She does. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows what each day will bring. So about, uh, well, today, today, as of recording, we are celebrating her three months. She's 12 weeks today. Oh, wow. Yes, she is. God bless her. And about... 11 weeks ago or 10 weeks ago, I told the story of Rosemary coming into the world from yep, my eyes. Hello. Um, which which I told with a plum and I told like, you know, panache. panache and I said like how I was feeling about it and how oh. everything was going. Uh, but you were, today when we were talking, you were like, well, you know, I could come on this on the show and talk a little bit about it. And I, I'd love to hear I'd love to hear that. Yeah, in another 11 weeks, we can have Rosemary tell her perspective, <laughs> tell her story. Heck yeah. She's, well, she's going to chime in. I mean, we all... She didn't like that joke. I don't know if you saw the, the side eye she gave me when I said that. But. She's got crazy side eye. Lot, throws a lot of shade when she's not loving something. Oh, she does. Even from birth, like she came out, eyes open, rooting, <laughs> throwing shade. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't know what rooting means, it just means... And baby speak, feed me now. <laughs> I'm looking for food. Looking for that nip. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Need that nip. <laughs> uh, Catherine and I have taken to calling her her diapers dipes. Sweet dipes. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just heard some idiots yelling at each other. Have you changed the sweet dipe? <laughs> hey, can, do you I, smell her sweet dipe? <laughs> <laughs> it, it just goes along with the put the word sweet in front, in front of, of anything. anything yep sweet babe sweet diap or feet. or the uh the suffix friend sure <laughs> sure can you hand me a diap friend please sweet diap friend <laughs> can you show me a kindness and give a friend a diap hey have you talked to your zebra friend lately Ooh. or your lion friend mm-hmm. so I guess I I know how I tell the story, but I don't know how you tell the story. I, you know, I've, I've been there when we've told the story together. Sure. But 
like, you know. One of my recollections of the, uh, the birth you... of our child. Exactly. <laughs> well, I remember waking up around 3 a.m. the morning of the 25th. Like, oh, something's a little different here. Felt a little <laughs> something in my front and in my back. I'm like, And this oh. is April 25th. Uh, February. Or, I'm sorry, February, not, not April, February. <laughs> yeah, February 25th, which also happens to be my brother's birthday. And I was oh. like, gosh, he might have a birthday buddy. He might just have a birthday <clears throat> buddy. But anyway, so I, I was like, well, this is kind of weird and doesn't feel like it, you know, just something's off. So I started, I had my phone next to me because I sleep next to my phone and I started making notes like, oh, you know, some back pain, up oh, some front pain, not painful, but I'm feeling it. Or, ooh, that was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and uh, and I kept doing it throughout the night. And then the next morning, we had lunch with Matt's mom. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of fine. And then later on, to be brutally honest, mucus plug, gone. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. but it, it's, it's a sign yeah, that I'm, things are progressing. I'm like, oh, shoot. I think that I am... W- one of the few non-medical, non-married, non-fathers who knows, like, oh, mucus plugs. I know what that is. Yeah. And so, like, when when I I know a lot about pregnancy for being a guy that, uh-huh. you know, doesn't have a kid, has never been married, has never gotten anyone pregnant, and is not a doctor or nurse or EMT or whatever. Uh-huh. I've had enough friends who were pregnant and who told me... Basically everything about their pregnancy. <laughs> well, I didn't know much about it. And I had heard that this was a thing. So I looked up things online and, you know, they're don't, special. Yeah, like, you don't look up anything don't, online. Don't do it. I mean, I... Oh, I, no, I no. I didn't... I rarely did it. But that was one thing because I was like, you know, I just need to know about this thing. But sure enough, mucus plug gone. And then that night, same thing happened again. So at this point, it was... Oh, you mean, the, you mean the, the front and back pain? Front and back pain. <laughs> In which case, I was like, you know, I'm probably going to have back labor. I'm like, gosh, darn it. And uh, so, sure enough, I was definitely having back labor. And at that point, I had been in so, know, early so, labor for like 24 so hours. So, say what back labor is for anyone who doesn't know what back labor Your is. Your back hurts really bad. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of it. With, I, with the contractions or just continually? Um, It can be with contractions or just kind of like, ooh, this is... Not comfortable. And it feels like a cramp or worse? Let's say everything is worse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's just say everything is definitely worse. And uh, um, But at that point, things were pretty early, and I was like, all right, something's up. But we had a doctor's appointment that morning of the 26th, and but around 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, Matt, I don't know. Maybe we, like, something's going on. Maybe we should just go to the hospital. Let's call the doctor. We did so. They called, or they said, just come on in. Yeah, we'll check yeah. In. when we called yeah. them, yeah, I remember you were just like, they were like, eh, just come in. So we were at the doctor. Sure enough, I'm definitely having contractions. They're about 15 minutes or so apart at that point. Not comfortable, and I'm cold. Like, I'm shaking cold. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is a thing with labor. No idea yeah. that that was something that would happen. I'm like, gosh, I just <clears throat> have the shivers really badly. <laughs> And uh, so the doctor's checking me out, and she's like, well, Catherine, you are 80% effaced, and you are dilated to four. I'm like, really? She's like, well, do you have your things with you? I said, yeah. She's like, I'm going to call the hospital and tell them you're coming. I said, really? (laughs) She's like, yeah. Congratulations. Good luck. I was like, okay, thank you. At this moment, this doctor thinks she's not going to see us again until we have a baby in hand. (laughs) 
she'll see us again. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the hospital, we get into the triage and that's just where they're checking the baby's heart rate, my heart rate, everything. And I'm, you know, I'm breathing. I'm doing my candle breathing. So it's just like you have a candle okay, in so front of can- you. Okay, I was gonna say what's what's yeah, candle breathing. It's like you have a candle in front of you. Pretend it's a, you've got a cupcake with a little candle on top, and mm-hmm. you're just blowing it out. That's candle breathing. You I wouldn't in. be able to. I wouldn't be able to do the cupcake metaphor because I would just be thinking about the cupcake. <laughs> It's good to think about other things at that moment. And a cupcake is helpful. So, you know, breathing through my nose, blowing out through my mouth like you'd be blowing out a birthday candle on a single cupcake. Uh, So so things are going. Yeah, just how would it go? Okay. All right. right. You're just breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. Breathing is a very important and very helpful thing throughout labor. Yeah. (laughs) Shockingly important. I saw Karate Kid. I I know. In through the nose, out through mouth. In through the nose, out through the mouth. So, um, you know, in there and then everything's going fine. They get us into the labor and delivery room. Now, funny story, the labor and delivery nurse was the same exact nurse that Matt and I took our birthing class with. Mm-hmm. I'm like, darling, is that you? She's like, yeah, I was wondering when you'd, you know, notice me. I'm like, oh, she's like, well, congratulations. I said, thanks. So, <laughs> Sorry, kind of busy having a baby. <laughs> it wasn't that bad at that moment, believe me. So I, I was very... I was like, no problem here. And she was, you know, hooking on my IVs. And, you know, it's actually a beautiful day out. The window is lovely. It's sunshiny and like a beautiful February day, which I wouldn't have expected. Um, And then, you know, things are starting to get more intense. Like Matt set up things around the room and you go in and there's, you know, the hospital bed. There's like a rocking chair in there. So the the room that um, when Jen Hansen and I came to visit you guys, that was the room you started in or that's the room that you ended in? That's the room we ended in. Okay. That was right. our late, that was our recovery room. Okay. That was not where I had her. Okay. So, but if you walk into the labor and delivery room, there's the hospital bed off to the left. In my case, there's a rocking chair off to the right. There's a bank of windows straight ahead. And then once you come into the room directly, there's a bathroom to the left. And then there's a whole, um, there's like a closet area and then a whole bank of, uh, cabinets which um, have all sorts of things in it which will come into play later and uh, immediately after the bathroom if you go into the room a little bit more to the left is the baby station and this thing is it's powered down but it looks kind of futuristic a little space age Uh, but when that sucker lights up you know that baby's coming or is there (laughs) we were nowhere near that point Mm -hmm. so anyways I come in and I'm like all right well this is while you're still having contractions every 15 minutes uh, at that point, they're coming in about six or seven minutes apart. Okay, all right, so okay. they're they're coming, you know, and they're a little more intense, you know. And I'm this is after it. you've been doing the candle breathing, and yeah. this is where you see the woman who taught your classes. Yes, okay, you got it. So you know, we're in the room, and she's kind of in and out, and you know, Matt's like, "I think I'm gonna go get a coffee." I'm like, "You go do that. I've got this. No problem." I'm just like breathing through. I'm like, "All right, this is happening. There's really no turning back now. Mm-hmm. Nothing I can do about so, it." So during this point. I, I know that you had to have been excited. I'm assuming, like, what was what was the ratio of excitement to fear? Uh, more, f- I don't know, gosh, how was it? I because, mean, I, I mean, was... I can only imagine having gone through, you know, uh, my fair share of surgeries uh-huh. um, that I just wanted, I mean, <laughs> with a surgery, you don't get a baby at the end, right? No, you don't. <laughs> you might get a spleen yeah. in a tub. <laughs> Or a gallbladder. Yeah, or or whatever they took out, right? Yeah, but, um, yeah. <clears throat> but I can remember, uh, n- you know, the the fear to excitement. It was a lot more in the fear category than the, the excitement category. The, well, I think for most people. For me, there was almost no fear. And it was just, I just can't wait for this to be over. Um, 
but for you, I mean, you're you're about to give birth to your first child. Yeah. I, I would imagine that there's a lot of excitement there because you're gonna you're gonna get to meet your child soon. But also, I mean, it's a scary it's a scary procedure to, I mean, to yeah, give you're, birth. You're, I know there's gonna be I'm looking down the path of a lot of pain. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, the funny thing was, like a week before I actually had her, I thought my water broke in the parking lot of the Shake Shack. And like we were walking to get a chicken sandwich because that's mm-hmm. one of the things I loved during my pregnancy, a chicken mm-hmm. sandwich. And all of a sudden I'm like, Matt, I think my water just broke. I said, let's go home. You know, and so I go home, I call the doctor. They're like, okay, you know, a couple hours there. And then, you know, just by this time, come into the hospital, we'll, che- we'll check you. And at that point, so this is a week before, I am I am shaking. My knees are, for the first time in my life, truly knocking together like my hands could not... And I just I started doing stuff around the house. I tidied up. I think we paid some hosp- or so paid some bills. I remember paying uh, like and, a water bill. And this was and, already after your nesting phase, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I nested for probably a long time. It wasn't like a big spurt. It was like, hey, this is what I need to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. <coughs> you many times said, "Are you nesting yet?" I vehemently yep, denied I, it. I I would I, I would like, see no, you doing yet. something, and I would be like, "Have you started nesting yet?" You'd always be like, "Nope, nope." Nope, nope, not yet. And it would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was probably very wrong. I nested for a lot of parts of my pregnancy, or at least planned out a lot of things so it would be mm-hmm. taken care of and done. That was how I nested. So it was not a big spurt of things towards the end. That did but not you, happen. you seem to me to be a very organized, plan-heavy person. Definitely organized, planned for the most part, and sometimes just not at all. I'll just go by the seat of my pants. So Well, and I think that, the, I think that that's good. Mm-hmm. to to not rely so heavily on planning yeah i'm perfectly um, ready to deviate if you know whatever the case may be well right i mean you yeah. did improv right I did. Th- th- that does not involve lists <laughs> <laughs> no not really <laughs> except for one game one long form game but neither here nor there but was back- that your was that your favorite game no i actually okay. really did not like that one at all <laughs> okay Least so, favorite so, so you- i'm back in the labor and delivery yes. room and um, so I was that first time I was more afraid. I'm like, you know, shaking, you know, really I'm like this is going to hurt. And mm-hmm. holy cow, I'm going to have a child. Big deal and freaked me out a lot. But um, when we were there for real and knowing, like I remember walking from the car when we parked because I was not I didn't need to be dropped off. I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I can walk it on my own steam. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I got this. Um, but I remember walking from our car to triage and thinking, this is the last time it's just going to be the two of us. Mm-hmm. When we walk out, it will be with a babe yep. in arms. And it might be a boy, it might be a girl. At, at this point, it's just Yeah, you guys did babe. not know. We didn't know. Yeah. Which, that that was what I was excited about. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that they told us in the labor and delivery class was to have, bring in like a focal point to focus on when you're in the middle of contractions. Mm-hmm. So I, for my family shower, my sister had made this... Um, which sister? Anne Marie. Okay. She had made this little sign called "Name Sweet Babe Nos," and everyone, because we didn't know what the heck we were going to name this right, kid, right, 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 and everyone could put in their suggestions for what we would name the sweet babe. So I took this little picture she made, and I crossed out "name" and I put "team," and then left "sweet babe Nos," and I wrote mm-hmm. all of our family members on it who were so excited to meet the sweet babe. And mm-hmm. I know, like, one of the motivations I had for having kids was that. I really love my family and mm-hmm. you know, why would I not want to I've, I've never it? gathered that ever from <laughs> ever seeing you with any of your family members. Yeah. <laughs> so it was something that I'm like, that's uh, something I can 
focus on and be like, this is, you know, me continuing my family. And it's like, I, I'm not one who's loved babies. I don't. I, I don't love other people's babies. <clears throat> I'm in awe of them. It's it, it's so funny to hear you say that because my my parents said the, I mean, almost verbatim, the exact same thing. We didn't love other people's babies. We loved ours. Yeah. My mom is, and like, yeah. I, I I know that you've met my dad, mm-hmm. but you haven't been exposed to my dad for very long. You've only been exposed to my dad through me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <clears throat> my dad, I don't know how he was able to handle three kids. <laughs> I really don't. He does not have the patience for children, but he had three and they all like lived, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. they all lived and it seems like they've done quite well. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly so. Um, but I don't even remember where I was going. <laughs> That's okay. I'll keep going. Please do. <laughs> I had so we're in we're in the labor and delivery room at that point, and yeah, I mean, I was excited to meet her or him. I didn't know what it was going to be at the time, and definitely afraid. I'm like, you know, this isn't feeling good, and I know it's only going to get worse. And my plan, yeah. I, well, I really didn't have a plan going, and we had a very minimal birth plan. I was really snarky, and I was like, my plan is going to go to be go to the hospital and have the baby, and that's that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that was it. But Yeah, yours yours was basically, yeah, go to the hospital, question mark, question mark, yeah, have like, a baby. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> happens, it's going to happen. And I just, I didn't want to have like this huge expectation of, I'm going to go to the natural birthing center, and my body's just going to do everything perfectly. Yeah, those naturally. people have very rude awakenings when they go. Well, they can. I mean, yeah. we heard we heard someone in some serious pain when we were in triage. I mean, she came in much further along in her labor than I was. And I'm like, mm. all right, I'll be there at some point. Probably yeah, I mean, sooner I, than later. I, I, I think that your plan was probably the most realistic plan. It was. Because I, I, I have had friends who had very specific single yeah, space yeah, yeah, plans yeah, yeah. that they walked in with. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah where the, the nurse was just like, <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was, I really wanted to do it naturally. I wanted to deliver her naturally and I mm-hmm. wanted to do it without drugs if that was possible. However, mm-hmm. if it came down to it, I was not opposed to having anything happen. It's like, right. as long as right. she arrived at the end of it, I was going to be fine. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, breathe, we, we got to the hospital at one o'clock, go to triage, we're in labor and delivery room. I'm starting to read, the contractions are getting more intense and they're about two to three minutes apart. So I was just going to ask how far apart they were. About two to three minutes. And it stayed that way for about eight hours and Oof. i was like and it's getting more and more intense and i'm like you know grabbing onto matt's this fingers is, this is every two to three minutes for eight hours eight or nine hours i want to say yeah Oy. and it just keeps getting intense and i'm like and oh. so if you could describe a contraction uh if think of it like waves so you start low and you start feeling something and then it kind of starts going up going up going up and then it spikes and it's like everything in your front, and if you're having back labor in your back, is just tightening. Really, okay, so really, every really muscle's really contracting yeah. at the same time. Everything's contracting at the same time at that point, and <clears throat> and it's up, and you're breathing through it. And I cannot tell you how important that breathing was. It's like just focusing on that took the edge off a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it kind of comes down, and you're like, <sighs> and then you have to kind of rest, which mm-hmm. is hard. It's not easy to do. Well, yeah, I'd imagine that'd be very hard to come down. When you know that in another two and two to three minutes, it's going to come back. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't even feel like it's that long. It's just you're kind of in it and that's mm-hmm. the way it's going to be. And I remember Matt had his Starbucks and he was breathing on me and I'm like, you Stop have it. to turn. <laughs> I can't. This is making me sick. You have oh, to he, turn. Had, he had coffee breath. 
or I, it was that or hot chocolate. I don't know, but whatever it was, I was not. Yeah, loving it. I I had hot chocolate, and oh, it was no. like I was just breathing on her, and she was like, she gave me that look, and I was like, whatever you need. So I was like <laughs> awkwardly breathing out of the side of my mouth for Wait, the trying to face the other yep, way, yep, like yep, you'd be yep, blowing yep. a cigarette smoke out <laughs> yeah, the other I was, side. I was just gonna say it would yes. be like blowing cigarette smoke out. Yeah, so that's exactly what it was. <laughs> and eventually, like the way that she was grabbing my fingers, like my thumb would hit her hand. And you gave her you gave her more than two fingers, right? No. Oh, you no. only gave her the two? He just gave me two on each okay. hand and I squeezed them. Like if he had not, I mean it would have it would have been a lot more painful for him. But eventually, yeah, because she could have she was squeezing her fingers with all her strength at one point and it was not bad. Like it was not bad. Mm-hmm. But I but my thumbs Kept hitting in between her knuckles. Oh. So she was like, you got to do something about that. <laughs> like, that has to stop. It hurts. Like, oh, did, So um, now I'm splaying my hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> and breathing out of the side you'd, of his mouth. You'd, you'd think that they would, like, make something. Because, I mean, that's got to be more than just you. That's That's got to be, um, like, uh, husband's. See, here's the thing. It's like every woman's experiencing that differently. Like, someone else might have liked it. I mean, it, it was. I suppose that's. I suppose that's a possibility, but I'm surprised that there's not a uh, a niche market for like husbands' thumb socks or something. Well, it sh- it could just you know. We'll open up that Etsy store, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have someone who can knit <laughs> the thumb socks. So yeah, so we um, so at that point I'm like, okay, I'm I'm willing to try the rocking chair and see how that goes. That actually yep. was delightful for my back later. I like swish my hips back and forth i'm like oh that's nice but it was really hard to do because you're engaging your core muscles which are then contracting and oh yeah <laughs> oh geez feels, i didn't even think about that feels weird uh and then i also tried the birthing ball and then matt would rub my back which i didn't like so so a birthing ball is like a yoga ball yes okay. exactly like a yoga ball or like a ball that you'd sit on at your desk when you want an exercise ball yep same exact thing and so i i sat on that and matt was rubbing my back in different ways and the only way I liked it was just like his hand flat on my back and rubbing it in circles. No pressure. I'm like, it just with the back labor. Oh, I was, yeah. I would, I would imagine that that would be very, very uncomfortable. For me, it was. For other women, apparently not. Who <laughs> knows? So, um, but at that point, they're also like, all right, let's check you, Catherine. Let's see how far along you are. Again, this is eight or nine hours after we got to the hospital. I'm, you know, no drugs. It's just doing fine. Um, they checked me. I am still dilated to four. Which was so upsetting because that's four centimeters, four centimeters. And that is the frustrating thing was that was the number that my mom couldn't get a get past. And she had an emergency C-section with me. And I really Mm -hmm. didn't want a C-section if I could at all avoid it. Right. And I had been in a lot of pain. I'm uncomfortable. And by the way, uh, when you have to go to the bathroom because they're pumping you full of liquids, contractions don't stop when you're going to the bathroom. Oh, no. It's real special. Oh no! <laughs> like gripping onto the handicap rail and just breathing through. Like, all right, this is real. And I remember <laughs> the nurse saying, "Hey, do you want me to shut the door?" I'm like, "Don't care. Not <laughs> y'all have seen everything." Yeah, at I this just, at this point, th- dignity has flown out the window. I still have I need my dignity. Pee. I just don't care what you see. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Here. So for for my surgeries, um, I had to have surgeries on my uh, my colon twice, Ooh. and what they what they have you do like they they have this weird like reverse seat right where it's it's a thing and you 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 are on you like they they tell you to kind of 
lie down on this with your butt up in the air. Okay, sure. Um, and so your stuff is just hanging in the wind <laughs> and they're, they're going in and doing what they need to do. Yep. They um, don't care. They've seen it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I know I had to have peed everywhere. <laughs> 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 um, oh, no. But, you know, I mean, when I, when I was like dignities out the window, I mean, my stuff is, is hanging out for everyone to see. And they are, literally in my butt doing surgery <laughs> so the, i'm this is what i'm going off of right because like sure. the geez this was i think the second time i had for, no maybe it was the first time i had surgery um my uh, um my friend jeremy and his his wife had just had their first mm-hmm. and <clears throat> she and i would exchange our pain stories Ugh. because the pain that i had was exceptional and it went on for about a month and a half to two months. Oh, that's see, that's, that's no good. It as a grown man having to cry every time you go to the bathroom, because that's the only other way you can handle it. It's either that or like vomit and pass out. Yeah. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. you're, you'll do it. You'll that's, that's what you got to do. Right. Um, yeah. But that is my story. Your story continues with your dignity was intact and you were yeah, I peeing mean, during I, contractions. I, I totally was. Couldn't care less. Well, let's take a quick break here and we'll be back with more matters after this. Back to matters. Uh, before we took the break, we were at the part of the story where you were dilated to four. Still dilated to four. Yep. Super painful, and it was it was just really defeating in that moment. I was like, man, like if I had been any further along, I would have like, all right, I got this. I can continue without drugs. We'll be fine. But at that moment, I think I turned to Matt. I said, you know what? I think we have to consider that epidural because what I didn't say was. The back labor, I mean, I had thrown up at that point at least five times. And that was from pain? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had Matt go digging in those cupboards I mentioned earlier for a for a bucket. He's like, Oh, I found a bucket on the quick. You did. I was like, <laughs> I don't care what you need to do. Find something or else I'm going to be throwing up all over myself. And I don't know how they're going to have to cut me out of this gown <laughs> because of all the... <laughs> oh, uh, no. They didn't have to. He found oh, okay. a bucket. We were good. All right. I'm but, a scrounger. Like, if you have cabinets mm-hmm. and we're in need, <laughs> I'm going to find. <laughs> yeah, and we had need. We yeah. had need. <laughs> um, so I look at Matt and I think we need to consider this. And I and I asked the labor and delivery nurse, I'm like, tell me about what needs to happen. She's like, well, let's get the, I think it was the anesthesiologist in there and, you know, she can answer your questions. So I'm like, it's a needle going into my spinal column and, you know, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she comes in, explains to me and I said, well, you know, and I'm breathing through contractions still, which by the way, I had been complimented by several people on my breathing, which was making me feel pretty good. (laughs) But, um, 
the anesthesiologist said, we've seen you breathe through contractions. Just do what you're doing and we'll take you walk through the rest. You just hug a pillow, hunch over and hold as still as you can. And we'll, you know, just keep breathing like you're breathing. You're going to be fine. Well, they, well, they give you the epidural. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they did. <laughs> and it was so wonderful. I had a awesome epidural the suck i just was like oh this was the right choice so when they when they give you the epidural i'm assuming they gave you like a lidocaine shot beforehand they did before they okay Mm -hmm. they did as a matter of fact yeah for when i had to have my surgery i had to have a like a full spinal block yeah um so they they give you two shots and then you know you already have your iv in Mm -hmm. they just they're just like all right we're just gonna knock you out and then we're gonna give it to you yeah yeah, so we, I mean, I, I had to, they like, well, where do you feel it here? I'm like, I feel it on the right, or I feel it on the left, or I feel mm-hmm. it in the middle. And then, you know, it, they just, they amp it up, and it's really, it was fantastic. I was like, that's awesome. And they said, take this time and sleep. I said, okay. And I slept. And then I started waking up, and I could, you know, feel the contractions, and they mm-hmm. were intense. Like, not as intense as they would be without it, but right. they were still there. And I was like, oh, here we go. And they came back into the room and like, well, let's check you and see where you're at. Sure enough, I'm dilated to, what was it, seven or eight? Seven. Seven. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I felt really good about that. And I'm imagining that was a weight off your shoulders. Oh, for sure. I'm like, okay, I can totally get here. And so I I still had to get to 10 before I would be able to push. So um, what we learned is that she was facing up. Now, typically, babes face down. down, which is good. So um, they told me, it's like, look, it's going to take longer to get her out because she's facing up. We're going to have to, you know, rotate her. So they put like this. I had to have the nurse's help, Matt's help, and probably someone else's help, who I don't remember, uh, get my legs into position to put this bean-shaped medicine ball in between them to help Yeah, it looked like a peanut. It did. It looked like a (laughs) giant peanut, humongous peanut. And I couldn't lift my legs. I could not. I could barely wiggle my... Could I wiggle my toes? Not at that point. The uh, epidural was so effective that Mm -hmm. your leg was basically dead weight. It was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For my spinal block, it was, I mean, it was effectively like I was paralyzed for hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to walk on my own steam. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's that's what they told you. They were like, once you get this epidural. You're in bed. You're in bed, period. That's Mm -hmm. uh, all other options leave. Yeah. If this is a zombie outbreak. You're on your own. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So I, but you know, I did and it was, it was going fine, but I died. I finally dilated to 10, which was fantastic. And they're like, all right, let's, uh, let's start pushing. I'm like, okay. (laughs) That was, that was kind of an exciting moment. It's like, okay, now we're doing something and I'm not just waiting, waiting. Mm -hmm. I hate doing something. I feel a heck of a lot better. And the nice part was, I mean, just, and I think I said this, and my version is that she could wiggle her toes by this point. I could, okay. yeah. Right. And which also meant I could feel things. Mm. And I'm like, mm. And it <laughs> still hurt a lot. Oh, I bet it did. Yeah. And, you know, the contractions were still two to three minutes apart. And they were, I mean, they were still kind of intense. So, uh, but they, but at that point, you, when you push, you're working and pushing with the contractions. And all of a sudden, it's, less painful at least it was for me and maybe it was because i was doing something and it just made a huge difference but um so i pushed for about three hours and she turned from facing up to facing three quarters of the way down like facing down so she wasn't quite there yet 
So how often were you pushing? Every two to three minutes. And it would Oof. be three big pushes. And um, like my legs were held up in the air. It's wild. And then Matt would count to 10 each time I pushed. And I pushed three times each contraction. And he counted. It felt like so, so slowly or forever. It was one, two, three. I mean, that might even be faster than what it was. You might remember better than I do. That's way slower than what it was. It felt like that. <laughs> it felt like that. But I mean, it, and I'm supposed to hold my breath during this time, you know, tuck my chin and keep my eyes open so I can avoid bursting any blood vessels in my eyes, <laughs> which is ideal. Um, yeah. But by the time, you know, three hours had passed up, my doctor was like, Catherine, how are you feeling? I said, honestly, I'm tired. She's like, all right, we're going to give you a little epidural boost, sleep for a little bit, and then we'll come back to it. I said, okay, that sounds good. So she did. And I was like, <laughs> passed right out. I think I yeah. threw up one more time. Oh, you no. did. You yeah. did. They, Maybe they, twice. Because you, they had to put you back on your side with the peanut. Oh, yeah. To keep her. Yeah. To, so that she, we wouldn't lose any ground on her flipping right, over. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She was not wanting to come out. Um, but then, so that was, the doctors come back in and it the doctor who I saw at the doctor's office on the morning of the 26th now comes in and is now my closing team. <laughs> so I'm still at the hospital. She's like, all right, how's it going? She's like, well, let me check you. I'm like, can I have just a little bit longer? She's like, well, let's check you first and see where, where you're at. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point she was plus two, which means she was in the birth canal and plus two millimeters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, and if you're plus five, you're birthing. Is it millimeters or centimeters? I think it's centimeters. Because plus five centimeters is she's out. Okay, then it's centimeters, but she was, well, maybe she was moving millimeters. That That's is probably correct. what it was. <laughs> so, uh, so the doctor checks and she's like, well, you're plus two, let's, let's push. And so I start pushing, but this time I'm like, all right, we're doing this. So every contraction, again, two to three minutes apart, I would push four times. Oof. So, you know, she's like, if you could manage four, do it. And I'm like, yeah, I can. <laughs> I totally can. And I will. I was very determined and very motivated at that point. Like this baby needed to come out. I was done with the shenanigans. You were alpha capsular at this point. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like nothing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, so I would, Matt would count again and I would do four almost every single time for another three hours. But those in that first half Oof. an hour, she said, all right. So she's still kind of, she's not quite facing down you know, do you want me to try to turn her? I said, whatever you need to do to get this baby out naturally, you do. It's like, I'm already in pain. It's like, I can take that. You just do what you need to do. So every time there was a contraction, I would push, she would do a little turn and the babe would move. But what I didn't realize was that the baby's heart rate dropped in that time. And like a whole bunch of people would come into the room every time that happened, like it's going on. And she's doctor was just like, Hey, you know, she doesn't want to be turned. We're turning her. I'm like, okay, you need any help? Things are good. Yeah. So, um, but finally she was turned. And once she was turned and facing down, like the back labor went away. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it was such a relief. Oh, was, I bet it was. It was, I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then, like, you know, we're still pushing and I'm doing four times. And Matt's like, what else did you say? Oh, they're like, oh, well, the baby has hair. I'm like, really? Super motivating. And when she was... So this was, this was you were crowning by this point. Wasn't crowning. Baby was still coming, but she would kind of go out and then come back oh, in. Oh, okay, okay. So it's kind of so like that's a back how they saw the hair. Okay, all right, all right. She yeah. was playing an inchworm. Okay. Right. Yeah. And she was moving <laughs> millimeters. But I'm like, 
each time I pushed, though, they had to move the heart rate monitor further down on my belly, which meant things were moving. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I can totally, I can, I can do this. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel at this point, or the hair on the baby's head. I couldn't (laughs) see it. I didn't want to see any of that shenanigans. No way. And my face at that point felt like I was pushing my eyeballs out of my head. Oh, God, I bet. Yeah, I mean, it. I know my like my entire body was swollen and looking a little hellish. Like there are no pictures of me from that. I'm like nope. no regrets. There will never be any regrets about that. <laughs> yeah, we, we as didn't. long as there's pictures of Rosemarie, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we didn't take a picture of the baby on you while you were in nope. the hospital. None of that. Nope, no regrets. But um, we get there, and when I when I make a really big push, and it sounds so funny, but it sounds like you're having the biggest bowel movement of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like that, you're pushing really well. And they complimented my pushing, which made me feel really good. <laughs> but Yeah, this end team was awesome. They were awesome. They're like, all right. So um, we get towards the end. She's like, all right, Catherine, a few more pushes like that, and this baby's going to be out. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we got this. And... And she was right. Within a half an hour, Rosemary was born, and they plopped her right up on my belly. I'm like, you know, and I didn't fall in love with her right away. I was like, what the heck just happened? I was in awe of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But towards the end, there as as um, within that last half hour, they said, okay, you know, once you get those big pushes, you know, you're going to see some things happen. We're going to drop the table. We're going to put on some gowns. You're going to see the baby station light up. <laughs> And, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. And, like, it happened just like she said it would. The table dropped. They were putting stuff on. I'm like, just keep pushing. We're so, so close. So when you say the table dropped, what, is, what does that mean? It's what because I was in the bed at that point, they raised the bed up. So it's almost at, like, chest height, I think. And the bottom part of it, they drop so that they can, you know, receive the baby. From as, the knees down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on the bed, just can right. be completely removed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and because because I I heard Matt talk about how the table dropped, and I was like, I don't really know what that means, mm-hmm. but it you know it doesn't really matter to the story. But w- when you're telling it, I think it's a little more important to know what that actually means. Yeah, I I didn't feel it drop, but I know I was. Like they had to move me closer, I think, and they had stirrups up so that my feet could rest. It was more for them as for me because I I wasn't holding them up. I <laughs> right, that wasn't happening. Yeah, because what what Catherine can't see is that they have all the hazmat. Not that it's like, but it is the biological stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean to to just capture everything. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that comes out that I know <laughs> didn't see it, but I know that. Um, but it was like the baby station lit up. I could see that out of the corner of my incredibly swollen eyes. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is happening. And then once she was born, it's like the pain kind of went away. And I'm like, holy cow. It was just, I was exhausted. I was really, mm-hmm. really tired and just felt really surprisingly relaxed. Mm-hmm. I do not remember the placenta being born. I think they pushed on my stomach, which that was painful. Don't like oh, that. I, I bet it was. Um, but that happened. I know it came out. And the baby, they took her, and I was like, what did we have, Matt? Because he, he cut the umbilical cord, but he also was going to tell me what if we had a daughter or a son. And mm-hmm. he forgot about it because I think you were crying. <laughs> well, the baby came out. They put her on you, and they're like, well, you need to make the announcement, Dad. And I'm, like, crying with you. 
and then they oh, yeah, shove. I did cry. I did cry. They shove her genitalia <laughs> in my face, and I'm like, "This is a girl," and I couldn't understand because I'm like, "I've heard then, him cry." I know. Yeah, and they're like, "We have a daughter." I'm like, "Oh wow!" It's like I had no idea, no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they took the, you know, took her over to the baby station, and Matt's like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Go with the baby." <laughs> So is that is that where they do like the heel test and all that? Yeah, the Apgar test. They mm-hmm. look, they make sure everything's cool. You hear, you heard a little cry, and she was like, Bah. <laughs> and that was the first time you ever heard her cry. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. She came out like a G. Like she did not cry. <laughs> she was looking around. She was super alert. She really was. And and Rudy. And <laughs> yeah, she was hungry. She, she was. Wanted, yeah, I was gonna say she was hungry. She wanted food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like soon thereafter, after that, she was at the baby station and they cleaned her off and wrapped her up so she was nice and warm. Um, she brought her over and they said, you know, do you want to try to breastfeed her? I said, yeah, let's do this. She, you know, hopped on my belly and and kind of maneuvered herself where she needed to be and latched on like a champ. I was like, okay, yeah, right on. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, evolution is a is a really cool thing, right? <laughs> where yeah. like that baby knows exactly what that baby needs to do. <laughs> yeah, I was fairly impressed with her abilities <laughs> right out of the womb. <laughs> but yeah, I was exhausted. I was really, really tired. It was really, really emotional and more of like, hey, this is my child. I need to protect them and take care of them as opposed to I love them deeply. Mm-hmm. It's like I love her deeply now. But then I was, I don't know that I was there. Mm-hmm. More like, whoa, <laughs> just more in awe. Of what the heck just happened? Well, very, and I, and very I th- protective. Yeah. yeah, and I think that, like evolutionary, evolutionarily speaking, that's also mm-hmm. the most important thing is I need to protect this kid first. Yeah, because the bond will be forthcoming, but protecting most important part first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was it. And I mean, I didn't. No one else came into the labor and delivery room. It was just Matt and I, and that's how I wanted it. Although. Mm-hmm. My parents had driven from Philly to Michigan. I was still in labor. They came to the hospital. Your mom had been there. She came back. And yeah. And I know you had gone out a couple of different times to see them. And I think my mom wanted to come in and, you know, see me. But I was like, I don't need to nope. see anyone yeah. right now. I love you all, but no. <laughs> this is a got to do this one on my own. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. And with Matt Noss. <laughs> so the baby's here. Mm-hmm. And we're in the we're in the room together. The delivery room? No. Uh, well, after we after we leave the delivery room, we actually get to our room. The recovery room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what was going on in my head, but what was going on with you when we finally got to the room with <laughs> our baby? I was looking over. I'm like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> looking over, and there's a baby in this like little bassinet, and she did not like being in that bassinet thing. She preferred to be in arms, but I remember seeing her and it's like, she was so alert. Her big eyes were just looking and she'd look at you and you're like, holy cow. Well, right. I mean, this is the first time she's seeing any of these things, right? Yeah. And I mean, we've got to just be big blobs to her, but yeah, it's like, and that, and then she's, she was still kind of the sweet babe to me. She wasn't my daughter yet. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like, that started happening. And then we remember we were thinking about names because we hadn't, we had lists of names, but we didn't know if it'd be a boy or a girl. And then I was like, I don't know. And you had mentioned something. I'm like, okay, that's something we need to think about. I like it. I'm figuring out a middle name, but it was, I was really glad that I was there and people were able to take care of me. Like they brought water and apple juice and 
you know, help me go to the bathroom or get up out of the bed. And especially since my, the, the epidural was wearing off for sure. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty wild, but it was at that point, just really surreal. I'm like, this is going to be our little, our little baby cocoon for the next couple of days until we mm -hmm. go home. Mm -hmm. And she stays in there the whole time. And it was pretty, like, man, I was just, I was really grateful for you. Cause I'm like, I was not prepared to change her at that point. I was not prepared to hold her 24 seven. I kind of, I felt a little distant. Um, so who changed the first diaper? Matt. I did. Oh, Matt. wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I don't remember if I said this on the uh, the. I don't I don't recall talking about the first diaper either. So so this is matters Fred. exclusive. Matters <laughs> matters exclusive. Yeah. Uh, um. So for anybody who doesn't know, babies have a very protective, um, mucusy first poop. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a name. I don't know what that I don't know is, what the but name I know is, what you're talking about. But it's it's way different than their breast milk poops. Poops. It is a tarry black poop. Mm -hmm. And I everybody told me that this poop was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. But if you've never like I never had I was the youngest mm -hmm. and by the time that I was so Ashley is my second cousin. And they had her when I was 10. So mm -hmm. I wasn't changing diapers then. Oh, no. And none of the other family member had babies. So I wasn't ever around babies growing up. Oh, I, I can remember my my two second cousins, but that's it. Yeah, but it wasn't like you were in the mix. Oh, no, no one, no one would ever trust me with a baby. You guys don't trust me with your baby. You're right to do so. <laughs> I would trust you with our babe. You're too paranoid. You wouldn't let anything happen to her. <laughs> oh, like I would I would protect her from like incoming threats, but like changing a diaper, I would like your baby would be duct taped. <laughs> as long as it's dry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh I've never changed a disposable diaper before. So mm -hmm. like I'm undoing the Velcro tabs, I pull it down, and her feet. Her startle response is like her hands go straight in the air yep. and her feet go straight. So they were in kind of the fetal position, mm -hmm. like up. And, and then, then she, so got, she kicked you, basically. No, she got startled and her foot went straight into it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. And I, I was like, ha! Ah. Oh, <laughs> so now no. I'm taking this off and now I'm getting uh, uh, waste on the sheet that's on the, oh, in the bassinet. No. And it's like, you know, like you've, you've dealt with uh, waste and it just gets everywhere. And I'm like, I need a washcloth. Or, so or for I'm, an even less gross example, honey. You get honey on a finger and then you touch something and then the everywhere. honey's there. And it just goes everywhere. Like, <laughs> I, 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 tried, I tried to, to non-poopify it. Yeah, because I have honey at my desk that I put in my tea in the morning, and like if it gets anywhere off that spoon, it is on the keyboard, it is on the monitor, yeah. like it's on the pants, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. So I'm, I'm like, they don't have wipes; they just have washcloths. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm, I'm burning through washcloths. Yeah, <laughs> and Catherine's watching me. 
and she's like, you're doing great. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't do it. I, I, I can barely stand on my own two feet. Right, and right. then I and like I had to call the nurse to get more stuff. <laughs> they were uh, great about it. Nurse, sure. there's a poop emergency. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure I am not the first oh. dad. That oh they... my god, I I think that it's probably a rarity that they didn't need more washcloths. But uh, ever since that, I learned the cl- the clam approach. Which is like, <laughs> you just keep that diaper shut like a clam's mouth. <laughs> just grab and, and pull. Gently pull. Just yeah. gently pull it away from her. But you did such a great job. You had changed it and you were, A, so proud of yourself. And, you know, sh- she was all warm and you swaddled her. You changed her, swaddled her up or put her put her pants back on and then swaddled her up, immediately burst into tears. <laughs> I think you said you love her so much and something like... You were dadding so hard. I might have told you that, or you might have said that, <laughs> but it was precious. It's like, oh, God bless it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's real special. She is. Yeah. It's really special. That was really special. Yeah. I was so grateful. Like, I couldn't have done it in that moment unless she was like sitting in front of me. So now that we're home with our little Rosemary, and I mean, we've had some ups and downs. For sure. Yeah. How has it been for you? I feel very much myself, and I know I'm a mom, but I don't identify with that name yet either. Even with Mother's Day, I was like, yeah, I have a babe, but I don't feel like a mom. It's weird. And, I mean, I we had, like, this final headache and then her first cold Oof. where, you know, here I am in the middle of the night holding her and rocking her and sobbing because she has a cold. And I'm like, it's a cold. But because it's a baby who's two weeks old, no immune system. Yeah, it's her first cold, yeah. It was painful, and I didn't know that I would have to suck mucus out of her little nose. With the with, with the little thing? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah with, I mean, it wasn't just me doing it. It was, you know, I had apparatuses. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, we got rid of the aspirator, and I had purchased that nose Frida. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Which is, that, which is a great product, but is very disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> but it worked really well for her, and... Like that was it, it. That started like five weeks of having to do that, and it was, mm-hmm. you know, morning, noon, and night, and that, and like I didn't expect the recovery to be so long. Like you know, weight staying on longer than I was expecting it to. When I kept hearing, "Oh, you breastfeed," you know, it just falls off. I'm like, mm, not yet for me. <laughs> it's come down a little bit, but well, not it's a just lot. like the books that we read. Like your newborn will sleep all the time. It's like, like mm-hmm. no, mine does not. Fifteen twenty minutes here and there. You know, really, that's it. That was it, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. she that baby is a cat napper. Yeah. Like so Well, her dad's a cat napper too. <laughs> well, no, her dad is a coma napper. <laughs> well, okay, let's yeah. let's let's clarify. You are both. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> if I can catch five minutes, I'll catch five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can just remember in college you every opportunity you had to close your eyes, you took. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, but and and then just my abdominals. Like I still have a hard time. Like if I'm holding her and I'm like laying down to get up, I'm like, whoa! I really <laughs> feel my lower abs. I'm like they are not where they were, and they won't be there for probably you know the next year ish. Well, was like, ooh. I mean, I, I I started going back to the gym in January, and. It's frustrating knowing where I was and knowing where I am now mm-hmm. and like not even being being able to see where the catch up line is. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's about right. I mean, I take walks with her. It's like when we do a, a good walk, it's two to three miles, which I love. That's a good that's a good walk. It's a good walk. But like I've tried to I tried I jogged once with her in the stroller. The next day I was like, <laughs> whoa. And I mean, I, I've run, you know, four or five miles at a time regularly. And this like mm, I'm not there. I, like my body is not there. And that's that's been challenging and hard for me. Like, oh. But I was like, at the same time, I remember standing in the mirror after my very first shower after giving birth to her and looking at my body being like, whoa, you just <laughs> did a lot of work and I'm very proud of you. <laughs> so whew, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. But man, it was like, yikes. Do you have any advice for new moms or like moms that are pregnant right now about to go through it? Uh, be as gentle on yourself as you can be. And it's going to be very hard to do. So it was for me, uh, trust your gut. You know, if you think there's something up with your babe, call a pediatrician, talk about it. You know, that's, you're perfectly justified in thinking that there is, and you're probably right. Um, what else would I say? Get a nose free to just in case your babe gets a cold. (laughs) Seriously. Or has allergies or, or whatever. Yeah. I asked about allergies, but it's like she's too young to have allergies just yet. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that was how allergies worked. I thought you I were didn't born either. with an allergy. Okay. No. Right. No, it, it can, you can <clears throat> develop it. So, but yeah, that's. Well, yeah, I that. developed I developed issues with dairy. So, yeah, yeah. I, get, yeah. You know, I guess it makes sense that a baby would too. Yeah. So, um, and then reach out for help, you know, whether it's to your girlfriends, to your family, um, Beware your moms and your mother-in-laws and your aunts and uncles, grandmothers, whoever. They may, they have the best of intentions and they love you dearly, but there may be moments where because you value them so much, if they say something that's even a little bit, I don't know, it could, sometimes my feelings got hurt by my own mom or, Mm -hmm. you know, by my mother-in-law or whoever. And it's, it wasn't intentional, but I'm like, you know, you get a little territorial about your babe or mm-hmm. any type of criticism is not necessarily welcome, but um, just know that they have your best, um, their, your best in, intentions. Your best interests at heart. Thank you. you they go. do. And they love your babe and you. So that those are things that you know, and they're only speaking from their experience. Right. Yeah, and right. and what I learned is like every, that's one one of the things. Every woman's experience is totally different. I mm-hmm. mean, my mom's was different. Your mom's was different. Mine was different. My girlfriends were different. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of wonderful support from my girlfriends who've just sent me a text or said something, you know, said something nice and like you're doing a great job. And then you know, of course, moms have come around and be like, you know, Catherine, you're a wonderful mother, and it like, things like that. It makes makes me feel really good. So I would like you know, remember to tell new moms that they're doing a really great job and bite your tongue if you can about giving (laughs) advice or ask if you, if they would like some advice and allow them to tell you no and then clam it. (laughs) That's fair. It is fair. That's, that's good advice for any situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we get into a situation where we want to connect so hard with Mm -hmm. people that it's like, oh, you're struggling with that. Have you ever heard of X, Y, Z? Yeah. And it's like, they didn't ask you for any of that. Mm-mm. You know? No, but yeah. it's like, it, and hang in there. Like, we're just hitting the three-month mark, and she's making so many different strides and, like, you know, maturing in so many different ways. And She's always been great 
and she's getting more fun because she recognizes us a lot more now. Yeah. Like those, those first, I don't know, it was, it was not easy for me at least. And it was lonely, but I don't was, think anybody talks about that enough. I don't think anyone talks about a lot of it. Like I didn't realize the amount of things I'd need post delivery that became, you know, crucial for about a month for me afterwards, a month to five weeks. Like, oh, that special spray. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you'll want that. And a lot of it. Witch hazel patches. You know, it was really nice that I actually really appreciated and was not expecting as much of the amount of people who like sent food, whether they dropped it off on like for the meal train or just surprised us and, ha- you know, sent something. I was like, God bless them. I mean, that was the food was a real lifesaver. I mean, it's it's something that I know any woman, any woman, even if I didn't like her, I would. And she just had a babe. I would happily send food, drop it off, whatever. Like that is, you know, it was just such a wonderful, kind thing. That was something I found out about after you guys had gotten your food. It were you oh, yeah. had you had talked about the food where I was like, I didn't I, I didn't know that was a, a thing you did. I thought that was a thing you did at funerals. I didn't think that was a thing you did for babies. Uh, when did I learn about it? I think it was It was Brian and Krista was the first time we ever did a food train. It was Brian and Krista, yeah. But it was I'm like, oh this is a great idea. I remember making it. I just made extra of whatever we were having for dinner that night and we would just drop it off at the appointed time and and just skedaddle yeah. into the night like yeah. thieves. I think it's, I, I, I think it's a bit different. I mean, I, I know this sounds dumb, but I think it's a bit different for single per- people versus people like in a relationship or, or or married because maybe the 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 women know other women who have had kids and they all confer. Whereas right. like. As a single guy, I was absolutely oblivious to the fact that you would do this. Mm -hmm. And then I found out and it was like, oh, well, that would have been nice. Yeah. Well, God damn it. I mean, it it almost makes me think that I should create a site as a primer for single dudes who have friends who are having kids. These are the things that you can do. If you feel so motivated, because like I found out about so many things after the fact where it was like, well, God, they must hate my guts because I didn't do like a hundred things that like everybody else was doing, but I didn't know I was supposed to do them, you know, like, no, it's, that's not at all how it goes. It just, as when we're in it, we're just delighted that anything comes. Yeah. It isn't, it didn't come from this person. It was like, oh, We got some food, thank God. Like, oh, that's nice. We don't have to worry about dinner tonight or tomorrow night. Or I know about the leftovers. list, you guys. What's the list? <laughs> the list of people who did not do things. Oh. I mean, I'm not saying you're on it, but you already know. <laughs> it's basically just me. It's just a picture. It's a picture. It's a stick figure of me with a crossed out oh, face. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, thank you for telling that story, Catherine. You're yeah, welcome. It's pretty wild it was, thing. It, it, to me it was fascinating to hear the other the you know the other side of that story yeah you know one thing um it was actually jen hansen who asked me after the fact like on a scale of one to ten how painful was it mm-hmm. and i was like i i had to think about it for a while and i would say an eight or a nine it wasn't a ten and mm-hmm. i would do it again 
we've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into this week. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if I have one locked and loaded. I've got something. Uh, oh, 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 you bet. please, by all means, go. Yes. Well, I'm definitely into uh, anything having to do with the sweet babe, Miss Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing a lot of reading about whether it's breastfeeding or just other little things that I'm like, what should I know about? And then I've also powered through a bunch of books by Jennifer Robeson that are delightful, like World War One, World War Two historical fiction, which I rather enjoy. Um, so I've been reading those. You know, lot. you should talk to my mom. Yeah. Because my mom blows through a couple books a week. Yeah. And her sure. her big thing is historical fiction. Is it really? Well, you should talk to your mom. Both history and historical fiction. Hello. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do not in fiction, but right now historical fiction. And it's been mostly reading on my iPhone because I can do it with one hand. Oh, yeah. 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 I have to, I'll, I'll make that my, um, I think I'm into this week. We got iPhone X's mm-hmm. and I love it. I love not having to withholding the baby that it can recognize my face and I can open the phone Yes, with my face. Who knew and that that would be such a fantastic feature? <laughs> but it really, really has come in handy. And some people are like, it's too slow. I'm like, I don't know. We came from iPhone 6's. Yeah. So this, oh, wow. So this okay, phone yeah, is so like a lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. I went, I went from the Galaxy S5 to a Google Pixel XL where like now I just pick up my phone and I run my finger on the back and it's like, oh, hey, how's it going, Matt? Here's all the things you need. Where it's like, oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The other thing about the iPhone X is uh, the camera is really fantastic. Yeah. And, and we've been, we, uh, Catherine and I don't really put any, I've only put in, only put in, oh, boy. Putin. I have only placed two pictures of her online. Mm-hmm. Um, I've shared pictures with some people, mm-hmm. but uh, we created the family photo book, mm-hmm. and that's been really nice for all the family that has iPhones because all of your family does. <laughs> yep. And then my yes. mom and my brother and uh, Debbie do. Yep. What do you got, Manny? I don't have anything that I'm into. I just have things that I'm not into. <laughs> what, what should we avoid? Online dating. Oh it is no! The, it is it is the black hole for dignity. like i i was telling you earlier uh but before we started recording that i think every two weeks in my news feed because google knows me too well um something will come up we're like here's the new trend in online dating and you'll hate it (laughs) it's like you're right i do i i hate this and like just every two weeks things change for the worse and eventually it's just going to be thunderdome for dating <laughs> oh boy it's it's the worst it's terrible and uh, like look if you don't think it's going to work with somebody just text message them and say it's not going to work and don't ghost them Ugh. ghosting is the worst it sucks don't do it you don't even have to talk to the person if you don't want just say like hey dude not going to work peace yeah, wish you all the luck in the world. Yeah, I, I mean, like when it's not going to work, I, I, you know, I, I tell That's, somebody, yeah, like good luck out there, but like not for me or whatever. But yep. like I just that that is what I'm not into because I am sick of it. <laughs> Fair enough, Manos. What are you into or not into? Well, I I, I am into my iPhone. I, I really. Oh right, you did I, say that. I'm really enjoying that. Um, 
HBO Now has the whole Aliens collection on oh. there. So it's Alien, Alien 2, Alien 3, I want to say. It's Alien 2? Aliens. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. It's Alien 2? Is that what it is? It's Alien 2. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all times is Alien 2. I mean, everybody should know that. Uh, it's Aliens. One of the finest films ever made. Yes. A Covenant is on there, and so is Legacy. So, which isn't great. Um, Legacy. Really, you, mean, you mean you mean Resurrection? Or or fuck. Yeah, it was, it's it, Resurrection, isn't it? Yeah. The Legacy was the box set, wasn't it? That was uh, the it name was it the, was the Alien Legacy. Yeah. That was the that name was, of the that box was, set. That was the trilogy before they had the four. Yeah. I actually want to rewatch three. I haven't seen three in so long. Um, I will I will lend you the. Uh, the set that I have because that has both versions of the movie. Oh, there's two versions. Yeah. Is the, so you can, you can see the cut that Finch, I think it was the cut that Fincher submitted that. So that would technically be the director's cut, right? That's the, right. the cut they submit. Um, it's, it's longer, but it gives a lot more. It's, I don't think it's the movie that David Fincher wanted to make, but it's the movie that is closest to what he gave to them. I yeah. think um, I, it's definitely not the, it's definitely not the William Gibson version that I wanted to see. But, right. Um, yeah. It was interesting. Cause I just rewatched alien and the pacing on that is so it's a over two hour movie, but it doesn't feel like it. It's it's not much over a two hour movie though. Right. It's like two oh five. Yeah, maybe it's two ten. It's it's a tight two ten, right? Like, right. But when they get when they get to L D what is it, four five two or whatever? L V four twenty six. Yeah. Um when they get there, I never really paid that much attention until they got to where the egg nest was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I missed a lot of this film. Yep. <laughs> Probably just cowering in fear. Uh, it's, you know, what's really cool. Uh, th- this is, this is what I'm into um, is James, Ca- James Cameron has a show on AMC right now um, where it's like the history of science fiction or, or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Where he is interviewing Steven Spielberg He's interviewing Ridley Scott. Um, he's, she's, you know, and then like actors and then um, scholars on science fiction and actors and stuff like that. So, you know, he's had Sigourney Weaver on. He's had Zoe Saldana. He's had um, Keanu Reeves. And they're going to have, I know they're going to have Schwarzenegger on and, They've had uh, George Lucas, you know, I mean, they, they have all these like pretty big people on all kind of giving their stories. And it's just really fascinating to see James Cameron and Ridley Scott talk because James Cameron took the sequel for Ridley Scott's movie. Right. And when they're actually talking about the Alien franchise, to me, it's fascinating to see these two talk and... James Cameron, I think to me, it's obvious he loved the first movie. Right. And just to see him gush over the first movie when he's talking to Ridley Scott 
And then to, to see Ridley Scott look legitimately like he appreciated the sequel. It's just, it's nuts. And then just to kind of hear them go back and forth because Ridley Scott turned in what I think was the, the best sci-fi horror movie. I want to say up to that point because of the thing where, I mean, that's a really good sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. Um, but they're different. They're very different movies where I, I would say that the thing is almost body horror. Yes. And you could say the same thing about alien to, ex- to an extent because it's about a parasite growing inside of you and then exploding out. Right. But just the art direction on alien was bananas. Well, yeah. Giger. Well, but I mean, it was it was the whole team. It was Giger working with an entire team and all the work they put into it. And I mean, just... It, it is hard for me to think of a better made movie. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's really... I can't think of a scene that doesn't fire in that movie. Same thing goes for aliens, though. Yeah. It's untouchable. <laughs> Rosemary, anything you're into this week? Oh, uh, nursing? Nursing. Yes. Nursing. It's baby. Yeah. You can get in contact with us at MattersPod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MattersPod. I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. I'm at Cody Dracula. And we will catch you on the next episode of Matters. Strip that baby. Thanks for having me. Yay! (laughs) His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good try. It was was a a solid try. try.